I'm gonna drop in some like ER beep beep beeping sounds and like doctor noises. Paging Dr. Phone. Paging Dr. Phone. We got a phone in here! Get out of the way! Get out of the way! Get out of the Next way! Step. Here it comes! I need 50 cc's of stat! Quick into this phone! The tiny screws! We gotta get the tiny screws I out I got the now. Apple logo! I got the Apple logo! Oh, we lost it! We oh, lost the it. screen! We're losing him! We're here losing we him! Doctor! Doctor! Alright, what are we looking at here? Oh, Jesus C. What's gonna happen, Doc? Let me ask you a question. What the H happened to this phone? How the H did a healthy phone end up in my ER? I dropped it. And I also, uh, I put some stuff in the hole. There's some crumbs in the charging port. Days like these, I'm glad I'm an alcoholic who also has emotional problems. Hey, Doc, it's me, a reporter. I'm from the town newspaper, and I've come to check out this place because I heard you're the best phone doctor. Look, you're a good kid, so I'm going to say this gently. You're the biggest POS I've ever heard, and here's a story for you. Why don't you stick that pen up? That's fair. If you think that I'm a doctor who cares about my reputation, you must be thinking of my father, who is one of the most famous doctors who ever lived. We don't talk much anymore. He's an alcoholic and it got the better of him. I have tendencies like that too, but I maintain him, GD, because I'm just that good of a doctor. Wow, that's so revealing and beautiful. I'm humbled and I will now leave and rethink my career as a journalist. I'm going to be a doctor just like you one day. There'll never be a doctor like me. Goodbye. All right, folks, we got about one minute until this phone bites the D. Doctor. It's me, Ted's iPhone. I've lived a good life. Tell Ted I love him and that I'll keep Siri safe forever. GD, you're going to tell him yourself. I'll give you my word right now. If I lose you on this operating table, I'm going to put a bullet in my effing brain. Just let me go, man. Let me go. I want to go. iPhone doctor is so cool and sexy. He would kill himself if he ever lost a patient. It's what makes him such a good doctor. Wow, iPhone doctor just gleams the way he sort of walks around. You two, stop looking at me. Somebody yes. talk to me. You over there, little man. What's your name? Uh, my name's Jeffrey. Uh, I'm the intern at the hospital. All right, Jeffrey, see if you can get this straight. We got an iPhone that's losing juice fast. If we don't get the charger to actually stay in the hole and charge properly, it's never going to turn on again. Do you understand that, or are you too GD stupid? I understand, but I am GD stupid. All right, everyone pay close attention because this is going to be very, very important. You, intern, I need you to hold the yeah. home button down. Um, okay, here I go. Nurse? Yes, doctor? I love you, and you're very sexy. All right, hold down the button. You got that? Yeah, I can do that. This is the most important part. Ted, are you there? Yes, it's me, Ted. If you really care about this phone, you're going to listen to my instructions very I do. Siri's inside it. If you I'll do literally one do anything wrong, we're going to lose this thing, okay? Are no. you ready? Yes. I need you to take the phone off my belt holster, okay? Okay. Wow. You're ripped. Yes. You're really you. ripped. That's rock solid abs. I need you to move your hand. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yep. Okay. Are you listening very carefully? Yes. This is very important. Now, when I count to three, I need you to call Apple tech support and ask them how to fix the phone. Okay. So you, you're going to count backwards from for three or, or forwards? I'm going to count up to three and then back down. And then when I get to zero, that's when you make the call. All right. All right. Okay. Everyone in place, okay. intern. Yeah, I'm ready. Nurse. Yes. Don't look at me like that. I can't okay. help it. Ted, yep. here we go. It's Ted here. Yep, ready? One, two, three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. Zero. Make the call. Okay. <laughs> beep, beep. Come on. You've called Apple. Come on. Please give me your Apple ID. 
tell me you know your Apple ID. I wrote it in the notes app. Is the notes app synced with your MacBook? It's synced to my iCloud, but I can't log into iCloud without doing two-factor authentication. Who the H told you to turn on two-factor authentication? I didn't. They turned it on for me. No! Siri! It's just, it's just a game. It's just made up, Ted. Back to reality. Ooh, there comes gravity. Here I am in the car again, and I grab it, the phone. Wow, wow. <laughs> I feel like I was there, and actually, that's probably the kind of game that Dr. Schroeder said I shouldn't be playing too much, just with the whole fragile grip on R. Yes, um, yeah. On R. On, uh, yeah. Okay, should we start the show? Let's start the show. Talk. Oh, I've got to calm down. Uh, your number one search for sh- tech news, information, and gossip. But first, Ted, how are you? Hello, I'm co-host Ted Stein, a visionary yeah, dream quester, uh, yep. dream imagineer, fr- level two uh, best friend, and Prius liver. But I tell you what, my chest is beating so hard. You know, I've I haven't felt this alive in my life. Well, being so near to death. Is, it's invigorating. Well, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, live, totally, totally. we live in fear yeah. of death, but then yeah. when you actually experience that that moment on the cuspice, and I mean, it, it it really shocks you alive. I mean, when I had my leg stuck behind that toilet, and yeah, I really I there was a moment yeah. where I thought this is it, and then Dennis came in about five minutes later, and it was fine. But like there was a moment where I thought. I've never felt more alive, even as I'm about to D. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot like 128 days later where James McFranco gets stuck behind those two rocks, you know, yep, except exactly. that one was the T and the other one was uh, your leg. I mean, and also mine was a lot more daring and because, you know, if you get your arm stuck between two rocks... Shame yeah. on you. Just chop you know, it off already. You, you know Easy. Well, Easy. you knew what you were doing when you went yeah. out and went hiking. I mean, that's why you don't go yeah. hiking. It's like, yeah. imagine getting in the car and being like, I'm going to drive 150 miles an hour into a tree. And then everyone's like, oh, so sad. No, it isn't. No, like, it's not. You go you hiking. You're, you're going to get your arm stuck. You're going to cut your arm off. That just happens. But my story. Yeah. The safest room in the house is supposed to be. The B room. The B room. Yeah. It's where you're most vulnerable. It's where you can be yourself. It's the sacred confessional. It's where you let your guard down and, you know, I mean, rumors get out. So I'll just admit it. I did have all my, I had taken all my clothes off because I was about to go number one. Feels good. And I thought I saw an M&M I had dropped. And that is exactly the moment when you do not expect to get your legs stuck. No, no. And so, that's the that's innocent moment every father understands. That is real complex. So yeah, so just to say, I know how you feel, but at the same time, I don't know how you feel, Ted. I mean, and, and we should bring listeners up to speed here because, um... Oh gosh, we had a whole show plan. I mean, obviously we had the unboxing video, which we still need to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, we the still need show. to do that. But something has happened that um, whoa, okay, we just need to um. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to say I'm glad you're alive. Thank I you. Am. You know, but I, mean, I do I need to talk. What I would do. You know, I, d- I definitely think this is like this is probably one of the biggest things that's ever happened to me. Um, the most life changing yeah. moments in my life. Me too. So, dear listener, um, geez, how do I even say this? Uh, how do you, how do you find the, the words? words? What even are the yeah, words? The words um, are so hard to say. Jeez. Uh, uh, um, um, I guess you'd I, say your 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 my, your your phone your, your my fo- phone your phone it died. you've you've heard us talk about how <laughs> we've 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 broken phones, drops phones, crack phones many times on the show. But what you've never heard us say before is what I'm about to say to you. Now, dear listener, please hold on to your butts. In all those cases, we had a backup phone. 
We always have backups. We always oh, have more always, phones. Because you There's know always you're going to crack your phone. Around. It happens. I have a standing order with uh, at Apple. I mean, I get new phones delivered every week or two just yeah. because you're going to drop your phone or you're going to ruin it trying to cut your own leg off when you're stuck behind the toilet or whatever the case may be. Yeah. We always keep them on hand. But in this case, I mean, in this gosh, case, fate, fate. Fate dealt me the death card. You know when you're sitting in front of the wise woman at the cart and she pulls out like the cards and she's like, I hope you don't yeah. get this card. This is the really bad one. Shuffle, shuffle, yeah, shuffle. You- First card. You get it. You were hoping you'd get like tech or wife back card. Well, or like money card. Free soda. Free soda card. Buy one, get one free card. But yeah. instead you pull out. You got out, the death card. I got the death card. I lived it, folks. I lived without a phone for 48 hours. And I lived with him <sighs> not having a phone for 48 hours. And let me tell you, just to get this story started, I, I want to place the listener to where I was. So when did I first know something was wrong? I woke up, yep. you know, normal time around 3.30 a.m. And I sent Ted a message saying, you know, my normal sort of 3.30 a.m. message, yep. Ted, help me, help me, help me. What am I doing? What am I doing, Ted? What am I doing? Help me. Yes, to which I usually reply within 20 seconds, can't talk, Eggman on chest, Ted. XO, sometimes XO. Sometimes, often XO. I put a lot of X's in my things. And X's are hugs. Either one, but it comes from a... Really? Well, I mean, who... It could uh, be either well, one? I just want to know, because usually there's more X's. Yeah, well... Because um, is the X the, ar- crossing arms, or is it the... If you put an O on there, it doesn't really look like a kiss to me. That's that's like well, a... it could be ooh. like an open mouth kiss. Yeah, it's like an like open a, mouth, or like Like a, someone's like... But, you know, when you put an X in a in a comment, it's sort of like the lines on your lips, you know, when you like... Mm, mm, yeah, well, right, you know, that's you one interpretation. You crisscrossing yeah. across. Well, I just want to know what I'm getting, you know, and it doesn't really matter, ultimately, because they're both nice. I just want to know, like, when I see that, should I be imagining a little kiss or a hug? Anytime you imagine me kissing you, as your friend, as your male friend, as your boyfriend, a friend who is your boy. Yeah, you're a boy and you're my friend. I mean, yeah, that's what the word means. It's literally semantics. So what you need to picture is the scene where Aragon kisses Boromir, right? Yeah, when he, that's he what dees. I do. That and also when he kisses Liv Tyler. I picture both of those sort of combined. Well, it's kind of the same sort of, they. I mean, Liv Tyler and Boromir, same actor. Not a lot of people know this. But yeah. Liv Tyler actually played Sean Bean playing Boromir. Yeah, it's an incredible performance. I mean, especially off of her movie, Ramageddon. They saw what she had done in that as the character who is, she's dating her dad. No, wait, she's dating. She's Bruce dating. Will, she's dating a, it's, I can't remember if it's, she's either her dad's wife or, or daughter. Anyway, yeah, the range she played playing the daughter to two men, one of whom she's also uh, marrying, yeah. was so extraordinary that Peter Jackson saw her and he said, I want her to do the character of the wizard woman and I want to do her as Sean Bean as Boromir. Yeah, and, and it's tricky because one does not simply play Sean Bean playing Boromir. I mean, everyone, all the hobbits were in the makeup tent for eight hours just to get one toe on their stupid big hobbit feet. Liv Tyler was in there for 16 hours, double that, because first she had to get made up as... Into the Sean Bean makeup. Yeah. And then Then she she had to get... Then she'd leave the tent and come back in and say... It's me, Sean Bean, now. And they'd say, welcome, Mr. Bean. Liv Tyler just left. You just missed her. And she'd always play a joke like, oh, I've been meaning to... Talk to Liv Tyler. I'm such a big fan. Joke, joke, joke. Then yeah, they, they put on the Boromir it. outfit, off to yep, set, yep. ready to shoot 
those iconic scenes. Right. And this has been Movie Corner. Yeah. So there you go, Cousin Josh. Yeah, you're welcome, Josh. Get off our backs. Yeah, and shout out Cousin Josh, by the way. Um, I do promise, Josh, this story uh, will not take very long. We're going to get to the main stuff soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This BS or boring uh, S that you, you like to uh, reprimand us for, it's essential. It is. And this is why, like, I just want to say, Cousin Josh, thank you for getting us all the listeners you've gotten us. I appreciate it. But we don't want to alienate the people who were listening to the show before. I mean, there weren't any. No, but in the future, when these exactly when people are listening back on tablets that have been carved into the side of a post-apocalyptic temple, yes, these are the people we're thinking about here. You know, and they have yeah. survived the wrath of our sons, our mechanized sons. Yes, so you know, we gotta we gotta give them what they want. I'm sorry, Josh. Exactly. Also, Becky left you, so like, yeah, it's you like, know, come on, you know, you don't have get perfect, it together. You don't have perfect, you don't have you perfect, perfect judgment, judgment like, on this. Uh, actually, speaking of Josh, before we get to the rest of the story, I do want to say, um, last week we talked about how we had gotten lucky number 13 listeners with yes. Becky's parents joining in and I'm really proud to say and, and a, a huge fedora tip to Josh we now have 13 listeners but the, the two of them are different Becky's yeah. parents left and sort mm-hmm. of sent us some legal paperwork saying stop doing the show yes and some carpet cleaning receipts don't know what you're talking about good luck proving we we're ever in your cabin yep I'm never going to share the videos we shot there so you have no evidence yep but out with the old, in with the new. We now have two new listeners, cousin Josh got. I am talking Travis down at Big Boy Coffee. Hey. And Jason, cousin Josh's new roommate. Yes, really fun guys. Two two of the best. And enemies, actually. Mortal. I mean, there's a lot of beef across that main street. Yeah, so we got two baristas. They're yep. both bean mongers. The difference being that uh, Travis is a barista at Big Boy Coffee, the uh, very cool sort of military-themed coffee shop, and Jason is a barista over at Oak and Spoon. Yes, across the street um, with all the bikes out the front and people with strange-colored beanies sitting on milk crates. Beanies that are somehow pulled up so high on top of their head, like... The beanie is at the very crown of their crown. head. I don't even and know how it's standing, sits on there. It's standing like like a, a small breeze would seemingly blow it straight off because it's just, well, I think they must starch it. I think they, you know, shout out Bad Dad Bridge Boys, but I think there's elastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, Oak and Bean, um, no offense, Jason, no offense. No offense, Jason. Glad to have you as a listener. Glad really, to have you here. Welcome to the home. Oak and Spoon Oak is... And Spoon. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite coffee shop. Confirmed. Uh, look, and this is just con- like constructive feedback yeah. that anyone in the restaurant business would thank you for. But yeah. Oak and Spoon, in terms of like the dad crowd, which is a, a yeah. lot, we, we yeah. spend a lot of money on coffee. You are missing out on a key yep. demographic here because, well, the music you play, the people who are there, yeah. the the way the coffee the looks, smells, the, the looks, looks you get, get when a dad comes in. I mean, it's just not a super oh, welcoming dad environment. Not really. I mean, you basically walk in there and Tame Impala records are just flying at you. You have to bat them out of the sky, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I went in there the one time and I t- was trying to talk to the manager, Jeff, but like no capital J. It's just a small J-E-F. Yep. And I, I was complaining because I was like, there's something wrong with the air system, the vents. Or- there's a horrible whooshing noise. And he yeah. said, sir... That's a Johnny Vare record. And I was like, I couldn't tell. I just heard the sort of, oh, and thought there was something wrong with the AC. Oh. I do like the one that goes, 
Yeah, I like that one James Blank song that goes. London town, London town. My sun, my skin can't be in the sun. Yep. I can't actually hear a lot of the song, I think, just because I'm older and I've lost those frequencies. Well, it sounds a bit like Billie Eilish. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've been on the eyelash train for a long time. I've always said Billie Eilish is the greatest baby artist of this decade. Yeah. You know, it, it's a little bittersweet listening to Billie Eilish just because I would have loved to have been a baby. Well, I mean, I like, let me, I don't know how to put, I, I'd love to be a baby. Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean, ideally Elon's baby, but yeah, anyway, but yeah, I think what she does. I mean, that's, that's the best Popeye impression I've heard since Robert Williams. Absolutely. Uh, and this has been Music Corner. There you go, Josh. Are you happy? Corners, corners, yeah. corners. There you go. Um, we all right, we so like just young to, just people to get, things. To get to, back to the coffee shops, Oak and yep. Spoon is, is, is very, very hip. I just feel still much more comfortable at Big Boy Coffee. Yeah, even though Big Boy Coffee is, you know, you really have to be on guard when you go in there, similar to the Tame Impala albums flying at you. You also have to be ready for all the, like, questions thrown at you. Yeah, especially if you've been to Oak and Spoon. Because Oak and Spoon is yeah, across the street tabs. from Big Boy Coffee. They can they can see. I mean, they do sit in the window with those, those binoculars and sort of take tabs, kind of Uncle Rodney style. If you are a Big Boy Coffee customer who goes into Oak and Spoon, you had better be ready to deal with some military-grade hurt feelings. Yeah. Sir, how could you do that to me, sir? You know that I have difficulty opening up, sir. When I am feel like someone has betrayed me, I will never rebuild that bond, sir. And then in order to get back on track, there's a lot of, um, there, you have to do a lot of saluting. A lot of walking in a square. Yeah, a lot of crying, obviously, from, from them. But I think, you know, beyond just the hurt feelings, I also just think the, the coffee's just better at Big Boy Coffee. It's really thick. It pours really slow. It's almost got like a... You know, they sort of are proud about the fact that they don't do any um, regulatory supervision of their coffee process. Yes. You yes. know, they have all those signs that are like, if the government wants to check our coffee beans for diseases and dirt yeah. and stuff, they can kiss my a behind, behind a hole over my day bay yeah and that does mean that a lot of their coffee is um i think rancid yeah it's also i'm uh, just incredibly strong you know i do appreciate that uh, well and that because you know they do that thing they do double brew coffee where they'll brew the a pot and then pour Once, the pot and then into i was just the gonna back. say that it's the double barrel yeah so the whole pot of coffee is brewed and then poured in back into the water reservoir and then brewed through new grounds yeah carlton says that that's the coffee that seal team six drank which is actually why they crashed that helicopter but in so doing they got um, osama bin laden yeah exactly and i think the thing is the first couple times you have double brewed coffee it it does kind of run wild on your insides yeah um, yeah it does you know run train like that's why big boy coffee has like eight bathrooms but once you've gotten used to that once your stomach has kind of calmed down or you've had the necessary treatments or surgeries or, then it's it's almost impossible to go back to another kind of coffee i found and when you drink any other coffee after that you're like this just doesn't... There's no kick. There's no kick. This doesn't burn my... Everything. Yeah. That is why a lot of the guys at Big Boy Coffee... Apologies if this is TMI. That is why they all a lot of them wear diapers. Yeah. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But the cool thing is that they are camouflage diapers. Very cool. It makes it much more tactical. And and the other thing too, I mean, let's look at let's look at the obvious thing, Jason. And no offense, Chase. We're glad yeah, no you're offense, a listener. Good We're guy, glad good guy. you're a listener, but yeah, you're a good guy, whatever. But if I'm given the choice, I'm gonna go to Big Boy Coffee and I'm gonna get like a KFC bucket sized 
large coffee for four dollars if i get want to spend four dollars over at oaken spoon what's that going to get me a basically a thimble a peanut shell which like look a <laughs> coke bottle cap if I were little, if I got shrunk down to like a little baby size, then great. Yeah, exactly. If I walked in I as mean, baby a, a Ted, like shout out baby Ted. If I just walked in and I was like, hi, I'd like a coffee, please. And then they gave you a thimble full of coffee and you drank it. And then they put you in their hat, in the brim of their hat. And you rode around in the brim of their hat. I mean, that would be fine. I'd love it here. I'd love to live in your hat. But as we've said before, <laughs> we can't be babies. No, no, no. It's not. It's just not possible. I mean, based on everything we know. Yeah. So uh, shout out Big Boy Coffee. Shout out Carlton and obviously Travis over there. And shout out Jason. No offense, Jason. I mean, your yeah, coffee shop yeah. is ass. I, I mean, I hate it, but yeah. no offense. Um, and, you know, constructive you, feedback. Maybe you want to tell the, the manager, Tony, um, that we're disappointed and could we have a free gift card so we could try it again. Or even um, just cash. Yeah, I'd take that too. Yeah, so to get back to the story of the phone. Sorry. Um, right, just, uh, yeah, sorry. Lot, Excuse me. Lot, I'm still kind of buzzing. Me too, um, yeah. We get okay. distracted. So so I texted Ted in the middle of the night, and yes, I kind of um, effed my W, talking flipped my wig here, and I, um, well, look, I, this would also explain, in case anyone's hearing any rumors why I tried to get in bed with Dennis and Grace, um, and, but that's neither here nor there. Yep. It turns out the reason you couldn't text me back right away wasn't just because Eggman was on your chest. It was because your phone had been broken. That's right. So just for the listeners, Ted, um, technically speaking, how did your phone get broken? If you want to be technical, court of law, yes, your honor, I threw the phone at a wall. Yeah. But, there's but what that so doesn't capture is the context. There's a world of context around that. There's a world of nuance. There's a world of narrative. Right. So what is the context? I was, I was angry. I threw it at the wall. Right. And that wouldn't have been an issue if it hadn't also been the case that you destroyed all of your backup phones the same day. Right, yeah. I had previously destroyed all my backup phones. Right. So this is a good little news you can use for listeners. How does it happen that your phone and all your backup phones all got broken at once? Well, it all comes down to my stunt. Right. So last week, we did some stunts to try to boost our listenership. It's a little cheap, I'll admit it. I don't love to do stunts on this show, but, you know, if it works, it works. Exactly. I mean, this is something Cousin Josh has been talking to us about. Tim last week did an amazing challenge, the gallon of milk challenge. They said it couldn't did be the done. Gallon challenge. I did it. said it couldn't be done, and he yeah. did it. I didn't do it on the show. I did it in my own private time. Yeah. Which is good, because I probably would have ruined my microphone when I puked. Yeah, still counts. Um, and, and we got a lot more listeners. I mean, shout out Jason and uh, and Travis. Yeah, and I, I wanted to replicate a stunt in my own way. So my plan was to finally jump the trash pond. In the Prius. Well, in the Prius. We've talked about this, though. The Prius doesn't roll. So I had to find alternative yeah. means for that, which I found in the form of a wheelchair that I stole from the Cunningham's bunker. Mrs. Cunningham is walking again, huh? No. So... Here's where the phone debacle really started. I set up all of my backup phones in a semicircle ring around the trash pond, ready for my big jump across it. But I, I saved one phone. Every father has their primary phone. Okay. You never risk that one. You know, that's always the one that you keep nearest and dearest to you. That's the one where you keep, you know, that's the, well, like you never talk to Siri on your backup phones, right? No, no. And, and, and the, my primary phone, Terry, I took off my belt holster. Yep. And I put in the Prius for safekeeping because I knew I didn't want to get trash water inside the phone. 
No, because the new iPhones are incredibly waterproof, but that doesn't apply if every inch of it is cracked. And if you pour water directly down the charging port. So basically, there I was, dear listener, at the top of the hill. Stefan was filming from the porch because I guess he'd heard the commotion. Well, and you called him out too. Yeah, I did want them to see. I did yell at them a bit. I mean, it's like Sarah. I defy Sarah. It's like, yeah, you know, you've got two boyfriends, two boys who are friends who live with you and sleep in the same room with you who are really good at dancing. Could could either of them jump the trash pond? Exactly. Exactly. I don't think so. I mean, maybe actually. They both are really good at doing big jumps, but I don't think so. No, well, I don't think they'd have the audacity and 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 that's right. the important thing, you know. When a father is pushed to the edge, all he has left is his courage. They're both so concerned, especially Stefan with his clothes. I don't want to get my clothes all sticky and swampy. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. get too close to that swamp because I'm going to get Bronson trash in my clothes. Bronson has all those peaked or... caps that are they're beautifully flat. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, they even if they could technically do a beautiful ballet jump over the pond, they wouldn't because they wouldn't want to ruin their precious clothes, hat, and skin. Yes, exactly. I don't stack up against them in terms of muscle, money, S appeal, well, access to Sarah and housing, but I do trounce them, destroy them in terms of desperation. Yeah, because you've got nothing to lose. I've got nothing to lose. And they have everything to lose. They have yeah. everything. I mean, they literally have everything. They've taken everything from uh, you. So yeah. yeah. So you began to do your role and yeah. cut to the chase. You didn't make the pond. No, I got next to the pond and I hit the tripod of the first of my six spare iPhones, which were all shooting 24 frames a second, slow motion, 4K footage. And they all sort of dominoed onto each other and then teetered and then all fell in the pond. And then I fell in the pond. Then you rolled in the pond, yeah. How is your cough, by the way? Oh, it's fine. Most people stay away from me because they think it's the Cramnus virus. Just pond cough. I try to tell them it's just pond cough. Yeah, when you were at the, you know, I were at the Best Buy later, everyone was like, "Oh, stay away from Ted. He's got Cramnus virus." And I was like, "It's pond cough. He was in the pond." Exactly. I know Darby's had pond cough before because I pushed him in one time. Yeah, and shout out Darby. If anyone has heard from yeah, Darby, yeah, no, I think Grady always has pond cough. I mean, he's, well, Grady he's, has more of like a death rattle. Yeah. So that is how all of your backup phones got um, effed. Somewhere, I mean, somewhere on a hard drive at the bottom of the trash pond, there's probably an an incredible shot in there. I mean, absolutely. Like if we could, you know, a really talented Geek Squad person could get those off. Or, you know, maybe, maybe the phone is just continuously, you know, forever filming the inside of mud, slowly going mad and never stopping it's just filming 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 mud 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 and it won't stop even after i die it'll stay alive keep filming mud 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 yeah maybe anyway i at this point was still panicking because i had still not gotten a message and i called the funeral home and i was like my friend ted is dead somewhere can you please go send out a search party to find Mm -hmm. the corpse yeah. Um, and bring it back. And, you know, like I already prepaid for the funeral. Sorry, Ted, FYI, I did do that. Oh, I I mean, I've already paid for your funeral. Well, and I told them, I was like, if he goes, I'm going. I mean, that's just yeah, a given. Yeah. Like w- whether it's in the same accident or lightning by Steve or. W- yeah, it's three, two, one. You know, they said, we don't do double coffins. I said, make it happen. Yeah. Um, And I was like, just go find the corpse, bring it in. And they were like, oh, we don't really do that. You got to get the corpse to us. Anyway, I was making arrangements, assuming that you were, you know, done for. Yeah. When I saw the video that Emmett posted. Yeah. His new song, Trash Dad Elegy. Yep. Sons will laugh at anything. 
You know, they will see yeah. a brick wall and maybe it looks like a pea and they laugh at it. They'll see a dad who can't get his fedora off because his head is kept growing long after the doctor said it would stop. Yeah. And they'll, they'll for, laugh. For some you reason, know. that's funny. They'll see a dad doing his laundry, drying and getting stuck in the dryer. And they'll think that's funny. Or they'll even place a fedora on, on the dad's behind and then shoot paintball at it from afar. And they think that's funny. They can see a simple dad who, unbeknownst to him, was eating the broccoli backwards, eating the stem first and throwing out the top part. They can see two dads on a teeter-totter, and one of them gets off too fast. And and the other one gets launched way up in the air and ends up stuck in a basketball hoop. Yeah, and they think that's funny. They can see a dad doing the doggy rap, as I call it, about certain people at the Best Buy. Yeah. And they can think that it's really funny to then throw a lawn dart at that dad. I mean, they could see a father in the woods spray-painting a bunch of carrots, silver and gold, and think that's funny. And of course they can see a dad who throws his phone because it rained and his cardboard cutout of his ex-wife's boyfriend got all soggy and then he threw his phone at the wall and it smashed. And they can think that's funny. Yeah. And this is a good opportunity, actually, I think, for cousin, shout out cousin Josh, something to keep him off our A a little longer. This is a great opportunity for a little science corner. Yeah, um, right. Let's do it. Do you ever wonder why the kids in your life are POSs and they're, and they're stupid? Well, here's why. It's yeah. because technically your brain doesn't stop growing until you're, I want to say, 45 or so. Yeah. Because when we're a baby... We just have a teeny little peanut brain in our head, and then most of it's empty space. And, you know, by the time you're a son's age, say 13 to 15 or however old Corey is now. Yeah, it's about um, the size of a walnut. It started to inflate, but there's still a lot of empty space, you know. Yeah. And that's why playing football is dangerous for kids, because one hit and they can, the little really tiny brain can rattle. It's like a bean in a tin can. It takes till you're 45 for your brain to fully inflate. And fill your entire head hole. Yep. So basically, uh, Stefan shot the video of you doing your stunt, which I thought looked pretty cool. Thanks. Sent it to Emmett, obviously, so that Emmett could run it through his his, uh, abuse machine to create um, yet another viral hit. I mean, look, I don't want to, I obviously don't want to play the song, but but but, but we, we do have to. Yeah. Hey, Stefan. Hey, Stefan. Hey Stefan. Hey Stefan, check this out. Is Sarah watching? Hey. Hey Sarah watching? Hey, is Sarah there? Make sure Sarah sees this, okay? Okay, here comes the stunt. Hey. Here I go, three, two, one.
Well, there it is. Um, yeah, and look, look, look. I just want to say two things. One, I think it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. You know? Well, you do hear a lot of pathos. And and I just got to <sighs> give you know one more shout out to your son, though. As evil as this song is, if it weren't for this video going viral, I would not have known that you were still alive. Well, that's one benefit. Because I, like I said, was making the funeral preparations and I was, you know, interviewing different people about cremations and, and how hot it would have to be to also melt your phone, obviously, because I wanted you to be burned up with Siri. Thank and you. if there were any special charges with that and they were worried about the fumes and I was like, he's my best friend, GD, just burn him up with his phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was actually, I was at the funeral home when I saw the video and I, it all clicked into place and I realized, oh, he destroyed all of his backup phones in a stunt meant to impress his partner and her boyfriends in which he rolled down the hill in a wheelchair, knocked over a bunch of phones, and then fell into the pond and then drank a bunch of pond water. Yeah. So then I walked back up to the Prius and I threw my phone at a wall. Yeah, right. At this point, Ted, you entered, I mean, something I cannot and refuse yeah. to imagine. Yeah, I entered a, the a wilderness. whole new world. For 48 hours, I was... Phoneless. If I'd gone that long without looking at a phone, my eyes would be killing me. Well, you know how my like right eyeball twitches? Yeah, I love that about you. Yeah, well, very unsettling because it stopped twitching. And I just had to sit with that stillness. I could hear the birds. I wondered what they were, and so I read my bird book. Oh! Yeah, huh. yeah. Don't worry, I mean, I, I, my phone is fixed now. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just keep in mind when we're describing this, the phone does get fixed, okay? This yeah. is, it's scary, but like, it's it's like when you watch a scary movie, like a home video or something, and you're like, I eventually it does end up okay. I do become yeah. a tech expert. Yeah, but for, um, I mean, but yeah. for two so, days. So happy ending on the horizon. But for two days, you were living like, <sighs> yeah. I mean, gosh, like a caveman, basically. No offense. No, like a caveman. I saw this video. Ted, I wish you could have seen me. God, I wish you could have seen me. I yeah, sprung no. into action. I said to the funeral director, I said, UPOS, cancel the ceremony. My best friend's alive and he needs help. His phone is dead, GD it. And yeah. I, oh, Ted, yeah. I wish you could have seen me. I gritted my teeth. I tore the sleeves off my shirt like Rumble. Well, one of them was actually caught on a coffin and it got torn. So then I tore the other one off. And then I grabbed uh, one of the velvet ropes from the section you're not supposed to go in. And I wrapped it around my head and I, I smashed an urn. And that was by accident because I bumped it. Yeah. Yeah. And I ran out of there. I burst out of the front doors of the funeral parlor and I was like, Dennis! Drive me to Ted's house. Yeah. And I should just say, shout out Dennis. Lucky, I mean, thank you for driving me, first of all. But also, luckily, I think um, he just was, uh, it was one, he's been spending, he was. He didn't want to go home. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. We all know what that's like. Yep. We blasted up to the cabin and we got there and, oh, Ted, I'm glad if you could have seen yourself. I couldn't see myself. I mean, I have a vague recollection of getting really involved in nature and... It was not good. I pulled open the door in the Prius. Well, the, the door fell off the hinges in the Prius and, and you weren't in there. And yeah. I looked in the pond. You weren't in the pond. Hmm. I looked, I got kind of close to the cabin and heard some noises. So I just kind of got yeah, stayed best to away. Get away from that. Yeah. Finally, I see something out in the woods. I assumed it was one of the Cunninghams or something, but Dennis said, it's Ted. And I said, Dennis, shut up. You yeah, don't know yeah. anything. I vaguely remember this. Just, yeah. just knock it off. Just wait in the car. God. Yeah. But it turns out it was you, but I didn't even recognize you because mm. I, uh, I walked up to you and I... Um, 
It was. It's it okay. wasn't. It Say wasn't it. you. It wasn't you. No, it wasn't you. No, it, I know. I I hadn't seen your head like that, looking up, not down at the screen. And I said, "Ted, Ted, it's yeah. me, it's Tim." And you said, "I'm sorry, this is yeah. no." It's, say it. You said. You said, Tim. You said, "Isn't it a beautiful day?" Look, I think I see a hawk. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, man. That wasn't me speaking. It wasn't. That wasn't it me. wasn't you. It just didn't. I just didn't like see you that way. And I'm sorry that I kicked you so hard. That's fair enough. I would have done the exact same thing. I look. Some part of me took over, and I don't know if it was Steve or not. But Steve was definitely a part of it. Yeah. Because I knew I only had a few minutes. I knew it was almost too late. I mean, we've seen this happen. We and have. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't. I don't. We, t- we I swore we never we, speak his name on podcast. I know. I, I don't, and I don't talk, want to. I, I, I don't want to talk about Adam. Neither do I. Just so we're not too cryptic, though. Uh, yeah. Oh God, I, I, Adam was. Um, one of the lost ones. He was one of the best. Children. He was one of the. He was yeah, one of the best. He was. He was. Um, he was kind of old school Best Buy. Yeah, part of the first crew. He could have been an all timer. He was. Um, <sighs> yeah. He had it all. He had the phone. He had the iPad. He had an iMac and a MacBook. They were yeah. all constantly breaking. He was constantly at the Geek Squad. But the thing with Adam that was so amazing is he could exist in all worlds. Like he could, mm, he, yeah. he could talk the Geek Squad language, but he could also talk our language. And he, yeah. he was kind of a unifier. You know, like there was a period where I was like, okay, there might be peace in the Best Buy. Yeah, totally. But um, it wasn't a last. No, his girlfriend, now wife, now wife. Shout out Claire. Um, yeah. She um she said, oh, we've heard this before. I think we should do a getaway and leave our phones at home yeah. so we can yeah. just be in Alarm the present and we can just go out Red to flag. some cabin. Adam, he was too good. He was too good for this world. And he yeah. thought that he could have it all. He, he's, and I remember at the Best Buy that day saying, Adam, no, no, you don't do it. Don't, don't do it. He yeah. said, oh, it's fine, Tim. It's fine. We're going to have a nice weekend and then I'll be back at the Best Buy soon. Just you wait and see. Yeah. Well... I've been waiting 15 years. I've been, I've been waiting, waiting 15, 15 years, years, Adam. Yeah. And I hope that those kids were worth it. Yeah. Spoiler, they're not. Yeah, yeah. they're not. I mean, obviously they're not. So we yeah. never saw him again. And so I I saw you lying in that grass and I just flashed back to you Adam. You must have seen Adam. Beautiful... I would have kicked Adam as hard as you kicked me. I mean, look, I kicked. I kicked with all my strength. And I, I while you were sort of doubled over from the kick, I took my backup phone and I... Well, what I was trying to do was to sort of flip it to you in a cool way, but I just kind of threw it at your head, and I'm sorry about that. No, that's that's fair enough. I mean, it was sort of the one-two punch of getting kicked in the stomach while I was lying on the ground in a clover patch looking at a hawk through tree branches into Ooh. having the iPhone hit to my head that kind of snapped me back to reality. Yep. And in that instant, that flash, I was like, I am Tech Ted. I remember now. So that was a temporary fix. But the, but the fact of the matter was your phone was still broken and I obviously couldn't just give you my backup phone because I need my backup phones for the event in which I break my phone. Totally. So we were still faced with a little bit of a dilemma as to how exactly we were going to fix the phone. Yeah. And you might say, well, easy. Take it to the Best Buy. Eh, banned. Yeah, banned. You take it to the Apple Store. Apple Store. 
and banned. banned. Verizon store obviously banned. And AT and T store T-Mobile. mega banned. Uh, super yeah. banned. Yeah, I'm not even allowed in that strip mall. Just because you start one little war at the Best Buy, which we which we won, by the way. Yeah, which should, in theory, give us Victor's rights. We should be able to live in the Best Buy. We should be able to sleep there, technically, yep. having won the battle. You know, or you, you leave the tap running in the bathroom of the Verizon store one time and you flood the place and someone gets walking pneumonia, which isn't even pneumonia pneumonia, yeah, which is like you, you can still you, walk. Yeah, well, haven't they ever had a pond cough? I mean... Right, it's like, if that's walking pneumonia... It sounds to me a lot like a pond cough, which yeah, is fine. Try a pond cough. Yeah. Or say, for example, you, you sort of bring a katana to the T-Mobile store because you want to make sure that they don't give you a new number when you change plans. And they accuse you of threatening them when they don't understand that when you're holding a katana, you have to swing it slowly. You can't just hold a katana still. No, it's always in motion. And you know, I mean, that's like part always of the whole chai tea, chai tea thing. And look, I know there are people who say you can fix phones yourself, but I, I, I no, 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 no. I don't, I won't do it. I won't do it. Yeah, there's things you just shouldn't say. And I just want to go on the record here in case, you know, for when they write the book of my life. I just want to say, I, up until this point, I had never looked inside the phone. Okay, and I don't care what anyone says. I don't know what Marvin is saying down at the Best Buy. Yeah, and it was unthinkable I mean, to, I, I, to ever. Unthinkable. Oh. It's like, I don't, that's just taboo. The only person I know who's looked is Grady, and we all know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what happened there? I mean, what he exactly. said, he said, oh, like what he, he said, he was living above a convenience store at the time and he opened the phone. He saw the face of God, took the entire arm off. I don't know what any of it means. He's always talking about that. Cool, Grady. Classic Grady. Actually, speaking of Grady, Ted, very slight diversion here. This is um, a little update on Kitty Corner. Grady wants to publish Eggman. Oh, great. That's really good news. Yeah. I mean, he visited me the other day in the mother-in-law apartment. Well, not not the other day. In, at the night. other night. Yeah. Well, that's it, when he a, usually comes I woke to up too. and- yeah, I woke up and he was there and he, he was, was like, Oh, you do his voice so well. Oh, well, I mean, he visits me a lot anymore. He basically said, who told you about the Eggman? Yeah. Because I guess he has some some history there. And um, yeah, he was super pumped. So he gave me a big bag of coins. Great. Oh, you yeah. didn't uh, touch the coins to any liquid, did you? No, but they are in the bathroom. Great. Oh, okay. You might just want to move them to a slightly more dry place. Is this a spell thing? Yep. Don't get those coins okay. wet, particularly okay. with yep, certain yep, substances. Yep, yep. I um, understand. No, I'm gonna. I'll do my. I'll do my bleeding elsewhere. Thank you very much. Yes. No. They. They. They don't stay wet. They. It sucks it up, but you don't want that to happen. Trust me. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is some great news you can use. What do you do when your phone is broken and you're not allowed in any number of places? And also. Your f- number is blocked by Apple Care. You take a visit to the phone doctor. Look, I'm not proud of it. I mean, I'd like to go through the proper channels, obviously. Yeah. I don't pride myself in being some kind of a, a miscreant or a pervert. No. But, you know, but people are driven to perversion all the time. So I had heard tell when I was uh, when I was trying to get in good with the other Ted over in the Circuit City parking lot. Yes. I remember one of them saying, you know, I talked about how I had broken a couple phones that day. And they said, well, you know, there is a way to fix phones without taking it to an authorized repair person or dealer. Yeah. And I said, I've never learned about such things. And they said, well, unfortunately, you've, you know, you've been protected from that. Yeah. And I said, well, is it, is it possible to learn such techniques? And I, oh, gosh, I'll never forget. They turned to me. Yeah. We were blowing bubbles in the parking lot. And Starfire turned to me and said, not from a Geek Squad employee. Yeah. 
I, I had tried to forget that just because it was an unpleasant experience. But when this all happened, I said, Ted, I might know who can help us. And um, we went to the Circuit City parking lot. I gave them some of the cursed coins. Yeah. And in exchange, in exchange Starfire led us there on the back of his uh, e-bike. Yeah, because Dennis was was home. It was technically his and Grace's uh, anniversary. So shout out those guys. Shout out those um, guys. I, yeah. I didn't get you anything. So uh, Starfire took us there on the back of his e-bike. He dropped us off at Martin's house. I can only describe it as a house. Yeah, I mean, it was a normal looking house, but it wasn't the house we were going to. It was the garage. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we walked down and there's the front of the garage and, and, and it's covered in cameras, you know, camera, 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 camera. And through a crack in the door, there's Martin there. Sticking his eye out of that, out of like a knot, a hole in the wood. Yeah, yeah, that one eye. Shout out Uncle Rodney. You know, I, I, I said, my phone's broken. If he's my phone, it's because I hacked in the and I can't turn it back on. Yeah. And he just held up one finger and said, you must wait. And right away I was like, let's go. This is boring. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, we have to wait. Because this is, I've, re- I've read this in Japanese stories about masters. They, mm. You go to a temple and you say, please, please train me in the sacred arts of how to chop yeah. through steel, Teutonic plate steel. And the master yeah. will say, go away, you're not welcome here. And that is actually means hang around for yeah. 12 days and nights. Right. Or in our case... 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. Because he was on the phone with his mom. Yeah. Shout out Mrs. Martin. Yeah, so when, when he was done, then, then he did usher us in. Yeah. What a place. Walking in there was like walking into... Well, the only way I could describe it is walking into like pornography land or like a forbidden world i mean every surface covered in naked phones just stripped i mean i I blushed and i actually had a rash too yeah it was really hard for me to concentrate because the whole time you're trying to be you know polite yeah it's like oh oh, sorry excuse me sorry i didn't know where to put my eyes i know i was like oh i was trying to look at the ceiling but then you know on the ceiling there'd be like a motherboard and i'd be like oh sorry sorry excuse me it was very shocking to to sort of witness that and then i realized that not only am i gonna you know potentially see the inside of everyone else's phone i mean there could be a chance that he's going to show me the inside of my phone you know which <laughs> yeah just, which is not yeah, uh, very uncomfortable just, about that well you don't want to have it affect your relationship with the phone you know no, you don't no. want to there are boundaries you know like you don't you know like i don't change in front of my phone yeah, I mean, I don't actually, I mean, this will surprise some listeners, I don't actually want to know what Siri actually looks like. Because in my head, Siri looks great. I mean, yeah. really good. You know, and like we've said before, it's from Halo, it's not rude. But the only place that wasn't covered in dead phones was the corner of the room that had a bunch of microphones set up and a green screen. Yeah. And I said, Martin, looks like you're filming some form of TV show here. And did his eyes light up? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, he said, call me Dr. Phonemonger. And we were like, okay. Yeah. Dr. Phonemonger, are you making a TV show? And he said, actually, I am. It's called Truth Corner. And that's actually kind of, we should just get ahead of this. If anyone catches the latest episode of Truth Corner with me and Ted... I didn't understand any of what he was talking about. No, and he did offer this as an exchange if we appeared on his show and answered answered a bunch of his questions slash talked to him about 
issues that were important to him, then in exchange, he would fix my phone for free. Yeah. And importantly, let us go. Yeah. Because there was the implication that we maybe wouldn't be allowed to go. Yeah. But, and I was thinking, well, this could boost the brand. We could get some of the Truth Corner viewers into the tech talk market. Yeah, and and having now been on the show, I just want to say, if there are any Truth Corner people who are listening to Tech Talk, you are not welcome. You're banned. You're banned. Please don't listen. Get out. I, I hated the experience of being on Truth Corner. So basically, the way the TV show works is he does this sort of thing where guests on the Truth Corner have to do two things. They have yeah. to be subjected to the, I, I don't want to say the actual name of the test, but I, I will call it the, did you get offended by what I just said test? And simultaneously, yeah. they have to eat very hot chili peppers. And it all gets it all yeah. gets edited together with some, some very um, sped up techno music. I mean, the other thing I should say that you have to do to be on the show is not to be in prison. Um, yeah. And I think most of the previous guests are in prison now. Yeah, which says nothing about the way in which we we succeeded in that test right and this is this ted this is where talk about news you can use this is where our skills as tech dads really kicked in because i I think a lot of people put in this situation would have a hard time you know he'd ask are you offended when i say this really offensive thing and they would have a hard time sort of either pretending like they weren't or feeling like they were conflicted and should say something and this is where it pays to be a level one tuner outer yes absolutely i saw things getting hairy and i just zoned out you're so good at that like i know that about you thank you you. well tell grace that tell grace i'm like grace there will come a time when my ability to not pay very close attention will come in handy yeah she said well i won't be around for it and you know yeah she was right so yeah i mean your level of defense the zone out defense Perfect. Just completely think about something Work else. Work to charm. You just sort of and he nod asked me the questions and, and I would agree just go, uh-huh, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mine was the chill out zone. Mm, I get so yep, I mellow this about you. and I love so this about chill. You. I'm just ready to groove and agree with everything. And so yeah, he Dr. Throw- Schroeder calls it disassociating. Yeah, I call it bliss associating because it's a lot like being in the sweat hole. And I was sweating a lot because we had to eat those bird's eye chilies. And I mean, I got to say, once again, just speaking of things that people have accused me of doing that are going to ruin my life or their lives that actually ended up saving the day, the amount of big boy coffee that I drink has ruined my taste buds and my stomach lining. Ditto. And so those pe- those yeah. peppers, I was like, this all you got? Are we eating the peppers yet? Am yeah. I eating anything? I can't feel anything. Exactly. Exactly. Just tasted like nothing. Also, on the car ride over, you and I had smashed an entire tub of Tums. Yeah. And right. so that, it was and that's, just like- That's true. Yeah. Well, you, that yeah, chili you must to. have just, just gently- fallen down a chalk wall couldn't touch us so there we were eating these chilies like it was no big thing and he's asking us questions he's he's like oh would you be offended if i did a number two here and yeah. he's expecting us to say well obviously yes that's really offensive that's really, and really offensive. awful why would you why say would that? you do that you know he was ready for us to do it but we were ted i I wish I could shake your, or give you a hug, or I mean, just like you know, hold. You know, I mean, I yeah, just, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, just yeah. I want to, I want to say, we, yeah. we, yeah, just, just rub. Uh, we were 
We were unstoppable. It just all bounced off. It was us. amazing. I was just completely was tuned out. Just kind of nodding and staring at the ceiling and thinking about my iPad. And you were just going, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Yeah, cool, cool. Sounds right. Sounds right. It was so interesting because, like, we, you know, he's expecting us to be the ones red in the face, you know, freaking out from the chilies. We're just, we're just hosing them down like tums, like fresh tums. And soon the sweat yep. shifts from us to him and he's trying he's you see him being he's not ready yeah. he's not used to this he was like guys these guys these guys must feel something and we were like sir dr frankenphone you yep. have no idea how little we can feel yeah it was incredible absolute triumph on our part we did better than i've ever seen us do the one downside was he did get so angry that he smashed your phone with a hammer a bunch of times yep and refused to fix it yes and then we ran away and then ran, well, we didn't run all the way home. We ran to the top of that hill, and then we kind of uh, tumbled. Yeah, yeah, It um, that was a long roll. It's good that I was already in zone-out mode because... Well, the trick to tumbling is you just you just got a ragdoll. You just got to go Just with let it. go. Yeah. It's a trick for almost anything in life. You just let go. And the other thing, too, the miracle of the hill was that it did tumble us the whole way down to the max door. Yeah, and ultimately, uh, listeners, news you can use, all roads lead to the same place. You bought a new phone. Yeah, so I bought a new phone. Um, and then it, I got a text message and I dropped it. And it cracked. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the time we have today. Great, wow. great Woo! show. What a show. I, I did not expect that. Like I said, we had a whole lot of stuff. We were going to talk about NFTs and... B- yeah. BFGs and BFDs and BBCs, and, yeah, and, yeah. but uh, that'll just have to come next week because we have officially run out of time for this week's show. Yes, but um, uh, we were going to—I mean, so so much apologies. I know you guys have been chomping at the bit for our unboxing episode. We actually do have to do the unboxing this week because Dennis All right. is going to throw mine out. So let's just do it really quick. I got my box here. I'm opening it, and it is a moldy orange that I put in there like two months ago. I'm going to have a look in mine. Oh, nope, that's all my childhood toys. Goodbye. That's going in the trash pond. Yep, so that was the unboxing, and now we've done it. And uh, we will see you all next week. See you Alrighty, next week. Alrighty, ciao, you later. Oh, Ted, I'm so glad you're okay. I was honestly, when we were driving out to see you, I was talking with Siri, and we were both saying, like, how worried we were for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, what did she say? I mean, because I wasn't there. I mean, just... Uh, nothing. Yeah, but you should tell me though, like I do want to know. Well, I know, but then she, you'll tell her, and I, I just—it's fine. It wasn't anything no, bad. I, I wouldn't you know be weird. Like I wouldn't bring it up oh, in a way where it you, sounds man. like you said anything. I, I, yeah, I just think you know, she and I just get a. Yeah, I see why you like her. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys get along. Yeah. That's what you're about to say, but you didn't finish saying what well, yeah, you were we about do. to say. Like you get along with her. It's not weird. I mean, like she's on my phone too I'm sometimes. Do I sound weird? I'm just saying, like I sound like I usually sound. I'm allowed to be friends with Siri. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's, oh, yeah, you she's are. She's one of my friends, I mean, everyone, too. Everyone in the world has Siri on their phone. They're, oh, no, don't do talk think, like that. No, don't talk do you like that. that you, are, you are special to Siri, okay? So, so like, you spend, you talk to Siri sometimes, huh? You just, like, there, talk well, to Siri. Well, yeah, them. I mean, yeah, some, sure. mainly just about yeah. you. Mainly just about yeah, you. Fair enough. Like, like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't rely on her, but you do. I, 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 I,